From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, I'm glad we're back and look forward to another fine conversation with you. As always, Steve, it's great to be back here and uh, talking with you and our listeners. And uh, we've been getting some great feedback, so please uh, keep that up, talking about listeners who we want to include more of you, and we are also hopeful to uh, have more guests uh, either uh, contribute to the show directly or indirectly. So please, please keep up uh, the comments and the feedback. We, we love hearing from you and it, it means a lot to us. Um, today, we're going to dive into something that I think will be interesting uh, from a, a couple of different perspectives. Um, when you're looking at larger projects, which we touched on on our last episode, a lot of times you have to work with multiple integrators, and especially if you are more of an enterprise level uh, company, you might have multiple campuses, multiple locations, you might be a global organization, and there's no doubt that you have to work with, with many different integrators, uh, and it's just, just the nature of the game. So um, with that, um, the question that I have that I think is important um, to discuss is how do you maintain consistency and, and specifically um, you know, how, do you, how do you handle your programming? Because this, this is a programming show. So um, James, I'll um, you know, let you um, give me your thoughts on it. But if you were to be in a situation um, where you're working with multiple integrators, what what, what are a couple of um, thoughts that you have about you know, trying to keep things um, uh, moving so that they, they stay within um, your, uh, your, your vision and also you know, knowing that you're going to have to work with people that work a little bit differently? Um, are, are there any rules or, or any types of um, requirements that you can put into place to, to make sure you're, you're getting what you're looking for? Yeah. Don't argue with the client. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've actually had some projects where I had to work with multiple integrators, um, some good ones, some bad ones, uh, they each their own. But the I would say the key element that we've always pushed there was the code was always ours. Um, the integrator company might have been the ones doing the install and the wiring and even loading the code and testing and you know signing off on it but i wrote the code um and i still remember the one that we dealt with where i sent them the code for their testing and their programmer didn't understand why we were doing what we were doing because he's like oh everywhere else we do this and i'm like i understand our users don't like that. Um, and this kind of reminds me of a conversation I had with a colleague not too long ago where we see a lot of these integrator companies. And I don't mean to rag on integrators. They're a valuable partner uh, when they are a true partner and don't try to talk to us clients as well, we don't know what we're talking about. But we get a lot of these, well, I'm doing these other schools. Like, okay, but I'm sure the other schools are not using it the way you designed it just because you put it in because I know we won't use it that way. Um, so listen to your client. That's the biggest. And I would say keeping the code consistent. So 
if say we hire a third party programmer um, house, try to stay with them. Mm. Um, so even if you're using integrated company, Y, Z, whatever, your programmer knows you, knows the client, knows the experience you're looking for and can work with those integrators. Um, if you are the programmer, stand strong and say you're using my code. Um, if you work for an integrator and per, as a programmer, that's where you have to shine and be able to work with other people. But uh, definitely, I would say client, listen to your client. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I mean, you hit on a lot of great things there, and I um, I appreciate you saying a lot of those too, especially coming from a third party perspective. What one of the things that uh, you know I, I couldn't agree more that you know, you you need to be collaborative, and you need to be able to respect uh, that just because something isn't done the way you do it, that doesn't mean there isn't a reason for it. And if you are going to um, provide input, make sure you do it respectfully and. Make sure it's something that is doesn't seem like it's being uh, like it's criticizing. But um, the the other thing that that uh, I've come across that you you may or may not have seen is that if you are taking a program an integrator programmer out of the loop, a lot of times they don't have them involved in the project, and and that leaves more of a void than you anticipate sometimes because that programmer might be the person who also closes out the project or who also does the audio or who's also involved in uh, um, leading, solving the problems, troubleshooting with the text. So um, I found that to also be an interesting uh, arrangement. And it, I think it's important that it's a schedule, uh, so-called schedule, which is just maybe a matrix of responsibilities is, defined so that we all know what everybody's going to do because all these responsibilities need to be covered in a project. And although an integrator may be used to doing them all, when they're, if, if you are going to take some of them out, that doesn't mean that they're going to be uh, tied to the same person. So in other words, a, a third-party programmer does, focuses on programming if they are asked to do commissioning or asked to do audio or asked to do um, any other uh, part of a project they can but that's not it has to come down to a contract yeah that has to be in the scope of work and under the contract and handling that and I think that's again where we get into building relationships um, is very key to be able to talk with the integrator um, even if say you are the third party programmer or just a the integrated company that was hired to handle the programming while the other ones are handling the commissioning having that open dialogue and being able to communicate among each other even though you guys are competitors at that moment you're colleagues on a project and you need to treat each other like colleagues um, like I said, you might be competitors. They, I understand that's a, a cutthroat uh, world out there working with integrators as clients are trying to keep costs down. But once you're all on a project, you're a colleague until that project, project's over. Mm -hmm. 
I, I, I think also, as you mentioned before, saying that you're, you're responsible for the code, that may be that's, that, 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 that just means that you're going to define how it's going to get done. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to write it. You might, or you might have somebody else write it, but it's, but it's being able to say that it's going, that, that you have control over it per se. Um, the other thing that I've seen work well is having code that's proven out so that there is less, uh, less doubt as to where the problems lie. And it's kind of goes back to what you were saying too. Um, it's, it's not about why something is working. It's about how this works and this does work. So it's, you need to, they, there needs to be a clear understanding that this is something that is done for a reason. And this is the way it's supposed to work. Yep. Agree with that. Um, again, that's one thing great about the tech field. There's not one set way of doing something. There's mm -hmm. always another way of doing, there's always a better way. There's always a more efficient way of doing things. Um, the way I do things might be different than the way you do them, but you're getting to the same goal. Um, so that's one thing great about the tech field is there's always ways of doing things. So along those lines, and as we wrap up, um, we, in the past, we've talked about standards several times and we've talked about adapting those standards and so forth. Is it, is it critical? It would be in my eyes that the, the, the end user standards or client standards are, uh, are defined because this is where they come in uh, to make sure that when you're working with different people, you don't assume that they know how you want something or that you don't assume that they do things the way you're expecting. Uh, yeah, standards will allow you to have those open dialogues among different departments, teams, um, because you all understand what those standards are. So I think that's a good place for us to wrap this one, but I, it, this is... It could be a sensitive topic, and it's one that we've um, all probably encountered from time to time, and, and things can get messy. So I would just advise to be careful and know what you're getting into, but, uh, but also be proactive because uh, it's, uh, it could, could end up in, um, a, in a, uh, not either an unclear uh, result or an undesirable result. So uh, be, be careful there. Um, James, how can people get in touch with you, learn what you're doing and read what you're writing? Uh, you can swing by the higher ed, uh, website where I write the IT and AV column. You can find me on Twitter at the AV underscore James King, where on Sunday mornings, we're doing the AV and AM hashtag, um, anything that HEPMA is doing, I'm sure I'm involved in there somewhere. Again, um, I'm on the internet. You can find me. Absolutely. And for me, you can find me at Steve Greenblatt on most social platforms, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn are where I like to spend the majority of my time when I'm on social. Um, also, uh, like to write. So you could find me on AV Network or on my company blog at controlconcepts.net. And uh, we, we want to hear from you. So let us know what you think. This episode was a little bit less programming, more uh, about um, business of AV and, and uh, project management and, and client relationships. So uh, let us know what you think about that. 
And uh, we, we want to make sure that we're, we continue to deliver the type of content that our listeners want. And uh, so it'd be help to, helpful to get your feedback. Uh, so please uh, share an episode, leave a comment and so on and so forth. And uh, that's what we have for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.